Welcome to the Transform Podcast. My name is Andrew Farhat. I'm here with special guest PJ Arsvald. He is our campus pastor at Renewal Church in the Highlands of Denver. If you want to check out Renewal Church, you can go to renewaldenver.org. Uh, worship services are at 10 a.m. in the Highlands. They're at 3120 Irving Street. Beautiful worship center, beautiful congregation. Um, and today we are going to hit a topic uh, that is a common question uh, that I think hopefully will give some inspiration to believers, but then also perhaps a little bit of context to somebody who maybe is considering Christianity. Would you say that's a, a fact, PJ? Yeah, I definitely think that it's really helpful to reinforce it for Christians, but especially if you're kind of what is the church, it's really helpful to talk about. Yeah, so the question is, what is the church all about? And I think that's a big question because I think in the past 20 years, um, wouldn't you say that the church has gotten a bad rap? Like you've heard the you've heard statements such as "I like Jesus, but I don't like the church," or "I'm a follower of Jesus, but I don't think I have to go to church." Um, and then there was the emerging church movement, and then they really emphasized some things that we're going to talk about. But then, but we also know that they maybe kind of, you know, overreacted and maybe <laughs> took things a little too far. So this is an opportunity for us to get biblically and theologically grounded. The Apostle Paul says that we are to have sound teaching, so uh, I look forward to that. Uh, PJ is a graduate from Concordia Seminary, my alma mater, so he's fresh with solid sound teaching, <laughs> aren't you, PJ? Well, I, I tend to believe that you learn more and, and get better as you go, hopefully, God willing. So I don't know, I'm still fresh, but hopefully okay. can share some things. I'm looking for some theological, exegetical, depth today from you. Uh, I'm just kidding. Okay, so here we go. What is the church all about? And I think that let's just start off with what I think is the most common misunderstanding. The church is a building. Uh, PJ, can you comment on that statement? Is the church a building? Yeah, um, the short answer is church as we should know it is no, it is not a building. Um, now, obviously, we talk about going to church and you know, oh, the church on this corner. And that's a helpful shorthand to kind of reference where a community of believers gathers. Uh, but as you're hinting at here, the church is not specifically a building. Um, the word that it comes from in Greek is ekklesia, um, which means an assembly. And so first and foremost, hmm. the church is a body of believers. Um, it is the people specifically. And so the church is Christians. Um, Christians gathered around God's word, around his promises, around his gifts, his commands. Um, and so, no, it's not just a building. And that's where a lot of the misconception happens. And you say, oh, this is my church. That's a building that you used to gather and that's good. Yeah. But the church is, your church is actually your congregation, the people you're with. Right. So churches, uh, for the first 300 years or so, they didn't have buildings. They just yeah. met in homes, right? Yeah. So we think of a church as... Uh, a building with a steeple and a cross somewhere. And then, of course, you got to have your church sign with some cool things that you write <laughs> yeah. on it these days. Um, but you're saying the church is ecclesia, Greek word, which means called out people of God to be an assembly um, so that they're assembling together. And so that's a that's a powerful word, assembling together. And so mm -hmm. can you talk a little bit, PJ, about the strain of individualism in Western, uh, hist kind of Western cultures, such as ours. How has that impacted Christians in North America? Yeah, no, that's a really good question. And I think I touched on this a little bit last time I was on your podcast. 
Um, but when you kind of have this whole enlightenment movement, there was kind of a shift to knowledge and understanding and truth being something exterior to something that kind of is first and foremost founded on me. And so this kind of grows. And especially if you think about our founding fathers did a lot of really great things, but our country was based on the premise of a lot of individual liberty, that I have the freedom to do what mm -hmm. I want. And so there's a lot of centered on me. And mm -hmm. so we tend to live in a society where our first and foremost thought is my life, my experiences, my thoughts. And so everything kind of comes through an I filter before it comes to a broader we filter, um, which is a shift from most of human history, a lot more collectivist societies. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that hurts us here too is our language. Now, English has a lot of beautiful things, so I'm not trying to hate on the English language. But one challenge with the English language is a lot of verbs, a lot of nouns um, don't distinguish between singular or plural. So I can talk to you, Andrew, and say, hey, you did a great job. Or I could get in front of a band tomorrow and say, hey, you did a great job. And those are, one case I'm talking to you, person, yeah. one case I'm talking to a group, but I use the same word. Mm -hmm. And so most of the scripture, a, a lot of the language in there um, is in Hebrew and Greek, and which distinguishes. So a lot of the promises, a lot of the commands yeah. are collective. It's like God saying, hey, I have a plan for all of you mm -hmm. for as a people, as a group. Um, but as English speakers, as people living in a very individual society, um, we tend to hear that first and foremost for me. And then secondarily, you know, sometimes we get around to covering the group, but really a lot of scripture is group, people, yeah. assembly. So what you're saying is when we hear you, we think singular. Yes. Uh, however, in the Greek, it is often plural, but we translate it as you in English. Yeah. So you can't tell. You can't really tell unless you understand, unless you take a closer look at the con context. Exactly. Uh, and then, of course, if you know Greek, it can be helpful. But that's a really powerful thing you're saying, you in the plural. That's how God's talking to us as the people of God. So that means we're together. We're not individual. We're not separate. We're united. And that's what I would hear you saying. Now, I think that when people are listening to this, though,